We have a lot of people that work in Westchester and Rockland and Connecticut who actually preferred the commute. And we, we just, we took a bit of a leap of faith. And um, I, I got to say, we're a few years in and it's working. And so I'm really proud of it and, and what we've accomplished so far. Select CT. What's up, world? This is the Select CT podcast, where we talk about the digital media landscape in Connecticut and what it means for young people who want to get into the industry. I'm David DeRoche. I run the podcast program at Quinnipiac University, and this podcast is a production of Digital Media CT in partnership with Quinnipiac, the University of Connecticut, and the Connecticut Office of Film, Television, and Digital Media. Today's show is about the future of digital media in Connecticut. Obviously, nobody knows what's going to happen tomorrow, especially since the pandemic has been around and has taught us that simple fact. But we do know that plans are in the works to bring two production studios to Connecticut. Let's talk about that and about how the state is incentivizing businesses to locate here. We have George Norfleet. He's the director of the Connecticut Office of Film, Television, and Digital Media, which, as I mentioned before, is uh, the state organization that is partnering with this podcast. So, George, if you don't like any of my questions, I guess you could fire me if you wanted to. But please, please don't. Uh, please, give, <laughs> give me, no worries. Use your, You're good. All right, awesome. Awesome. Use your powers for good. Thank you, George. Um, and also with us to talk about what it's like to be part of a business that's setting up shop here in Connecticut is Danielle Bibbo. She's Executive Vice President of Business Development and Strategy at ITV America. They're a company that produces reality shows like Fixer Upper, Real Housewives of New Jersey, and Queer Eye. Personally, I'm a big fan of Chip and Joanna Gaines. Love them. I don't know much, but I do know I need some shiplap in my life. I digress. Danielle, welcome to the Select CT Podcast. Thank you, David. I appreciate it. And thanks for having me. Awesome. We're excited to have you guys on. So, George, let's start with you. Tell us a little bit about your office. What is it that you do? And how do you try to get companies to come here? I imagine it's no easy task with New York and Boston so close and always in competition with L.A. Yeah, well, um, uh, my office, ha- you know, has uh, a mul- multifaceted fronts that it works along. Um, primarily, you know, we are a typical film office, which means that uh, we service the industry. We provide assistance to those productions that might be coming here that are looking for um, either locations, equipment, um, crew, the entire gamut. We, we, we are here to help them do what they want to do when it comes to producing their content. Um, we also uh, have at our disposal to help us, as you were saying, uh, be competitive in that arena, some tax incentives that we use for productions uh, to, in, to sort of, you know, um, encourage them to come here. We have uh, what, a digital media and motion picture tax credit that we offer that is a 30% uh, tax credit against uh, a company's qualified in-state spend. And um, we also offer an infrastructure tax credit program uh, for those companies that are actually relocating here um, and doing something from a brick and mortar standpoint. Uh, They get a 20% uh, uh, tax incentive or tax credit based on their qualified uh, Connecticut spend. So those are the, some of the tools that we uh, really leverage pretty hard to uh, to get folks to come here. Other than just being, you know, a very beautiful state that offers all the types of locations that one might need. We have cityscape. We have rolling countryside. We have uh, we have coastline. Um, I, I tell people the only thing that we can't shoot here is a desert. So um, anything else, you know, please consider Connecticut. And maybe one day a production studio will come in and build a desert in a magnificent uh, four-city block uh, studio space. Who knows, right? That's right, and they'll get a 20% tax credit. 
<laughs> you know, these tax incentive programs are used by a lot of states to attract businesses. And I think this this came into the public light when Amazon was being courted by cities all over the country to uh, open offices in their cities. And there were cities in Connecticut that offered programs and they were supposed to relocate to Queens. And it was, it was this, uh, the city was going to give Amazon $3 billion in incentives and it was supposed to create 25,000 jobs and that, and that fell apart. So I wonder what do you say to critics who say, you know, these tax incentive programs, you know, we don't really know if they're going to pay off. Like what happens if these businesses aren't successful? So I'm just wondering, George, if you could address, you know, people People who would say, you know, wait a minute, why are we spending money to attract businesses to come here? They should just want to come here anyway. And why can't we spend that money on something else? Uh, well, that, that's a good point. Um, I think that it's sort of a David and Goliath comparison, however, to talk about uh, sort of the tax incentives that are available through my office and, and the Amazon deal. I mean, that that was just a huge, huge deal. Um um, but I guess conceptually, it's sort of the, sort of the same thing. The reason that you, you utilize tax incentives is not just to um, act, uh, um, give away monies. Uh, literally, the whole point is economic development. And what you're trying to do is encourage companies, in our case, production companies, to come to the state of Connecticut and spend money. When they do that, that that really um, impacts the local economy, that creates uh, revenue, it, it creates revenue for the state. And it's not just, you know, uh, their expenditures on the crew or the actors, you know, they're renting cars, they're renting hotel rooms, they are buying food, they are renting equipment, you know, they're, you know, uh, there is what's called a multiplier effect for every dollar that they spend. So what you're really trying to do is, is, is pump up the, uh, the, the gener- the revenue generating gauge. And, and we've, we've been pretty successful in doing that. Um, it, when you start trying to measure it, it gets into a, a really deep um, sort of uh, literal like professor of economics type of a situation where you're where you're trying to figure out you know actual economic impacts, but and that's important and these things should be measured and, and certainly we, we we measure ours. Um, but the other thing is you have to sort of be in it to win it. You know, um, here in the tri-state area, um, New, uh, New Jersey, New York, and Connecticut. Um, all of the other states also have tax incentives. So, you know, and basically it's my understanding uh, that the, the vast majority, if not 100 percent of films that are made today uh, have tax incentives literally built into their budgets. And if you're going to try to get it financed or, or you're finding if you're looking for financiers or if you're going the studio route, you know, they're going to look for that. And if you can't show them that that's happening in your budget, then you're probably not going to get greenlit. So. Um, there are there are there are lots of reasons for for having tax incentives, and, and at the end of the day, I think that it it kind of bears out in the positive for both the industry as well as the state. If I could jump in, David, um, I would just add to that that I can tell you right now there is zero chance ITV America would be in Connecticut if it wasn't for the tax credits that George's office offers. Um, they are the main and only reason that we are in the state. We love it here, um, but the tax credits are really what drove us to pick up uh, a big portion of our business and move it to Connecticut. And I think what uh, the George's office did was really actually smart uh, because if you look at most of the tax credit programs across the U.S., they really focus on scripted and mostly motion picture, and that tends to uh, have an impact on the community in that. Uh, you know, movies come in, they shoot for a few weeks or a few months, uh, and then they pick up and they leave. 
when you're focusing on unscripted business, it allows um, the production companies who uh, are doing a much, much more high volume, different type of production to come in and actually grow roots here in the state. So that means people moving here, uh, people sending their kids to the schools here, you know, um, people buying homes here. And I think in terms of a long-term impact, that's much more important to a state than having a uh, movie here for, you know, a few weeks coming in and causing lots of havoc and leaving. So I, I think strategically that was, that was very, um, very, a very smart move for, for the state. Uh, and also just, you know, I think the thing that people have to remember is you can't just measure these tax credits by looking at just the numbers. The financials do tell a story, but they don't tell the whole story. There's a lot of intangibles that I believe we bring as an organization to the state that just can't be measured by looking just at the bottom line. But for the tax incentives, uh, you know, we're actually literally creating uh, or or seriously accreting to a business that was not here before. You know, we have been very successful in recruiting companies like ITV America. ESPN has expanded. Blue Sky Studios moved here. NBC Sports uh, moved their headquarters here. Uh, NBC Universal is doing talk shows here. Um, so, you know, we are creating the critical mass of an industry that but for the tax incentives would not be here. Mm. So, uh, Danielle, I wonder if you could describe uh, what some of those intangibles you referenced might be. Are you talking sort of like the uh, the gravitas that Connecticut now has because it's, it has these companies located here? Or what specifically are you talking about? Well, I think, to, to be honest, I think in, in you know for most people, NBC and ESPN probably have more gravitas than ITV. I, I feel like a lot of people don't know our names. They know the shows we do, but they don't really know us. Um, but I think that you know, again, I think it's about how we're um, helping the community grow. We're bringing, um, you know, high paid talent into Connecticut who are buying houses, you know, adding to the tax base, um, sending their kids to school here. We're trying to help the community in a number of ways. We just met with um, Waterside School the other day in Stamford. Uh, we're talking about ways we could, you know, help that school, uh, you know, bring bring initiatives and programs that uh, for the kids. Um, and, and we're, I just, I think helping local businesses, I can't even tell you how many cups of coffee I, I bought at Granola Bar in Stanford <laughs> over the past few years, you know, my, my credit card bill would, would you'd be staggered. So I think just, there are just so many other things than just the bottom line that need to be taken into account when, when you look at what this is doing for Connecticut as a whole. I think also, you know, ITV, not to toot our own horn, but we're, uh, you know, we're, we're a major player in the U.S. in, in terms of unscripted television. And um, I think we, we are a bit of trailblazers, especially on the Connecticut front. And so, you know, ever since we've moved to Connecticut, a lot of the smaller production companies have really sat up and taken notice. And um, some of, some other ones have moved to the state as well, kind of on the heels of ITV's move. Uh, and now with COVID and people trying to get out of the city more, I think that's just going to grow. You know, the 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 media industry is, is changing at a rapid pace and people need to find ways to evolve as well um, as budgets get cut and, and, you know, 
cord cutting happens. I think that uh, a lot of people are looking for ways to to offset the losses. And so Connecticut is a really valuable way to do that. And so Danielle, I would just take us back to when you when ITV decided to locate in Connecticut. So you mentioned that a lot of the incentive programs that are out there um, are geared more toward uh, feature films or scripted programs. Uh, was it was it solely that, or what were some of the other things that you considered when you said, you know what, Connecticut is the place where we want to uh, relo- uh, open up a studio? Well, I, again, it was mainly that New York um, does incentivize scripted. We went to them. We asked if they would reconsider and we got a flat out no. So they really didn't care if we were there or not. (laughs) Um, And Connecticut had this great program. Oh, New York, so snobby. I know, right? (laughs) Connecticut had this great tax incentive program. I had worked prior uh, at NBC. And so I had lived through ESPN's move um, and seen that take place. And so when I came to ITV, uh, I had, you know, made the suggestion. And I think everybody looked at me like I had three heads at first because, you know, nobody wants to move out of New York City. Uh, But then when we started really digging in and I showed everybody what, um, you know, what it would look like and what, how, how we could take advantage of, of these credits, I think people started to take notice. And, and so we, um, we looked at Connecticut as, as a great opportunity. It's, it's, it's really not that far out of Manhattan. We have a lot of people that work in Westchester and Rockland and Connecticut who actually preferred the commute. Um, and we, we just, we took a bit of a leap of faith. And um, I, I got to say, we're a few years in and, you know, it's it's not easy by any means, but it's working. And so um, I'm really proud of it and, and what we've accomplished so far. So, Danielle, I, I would definitely want to get a little bit more into the process, but I want to give George a chance to comment here. So, George, what was happening in your office when you connected with ITV and uh, realized that they wanted to come here? Tell me about some of the wheels that have to be put into motion to make that happen and what your sort of hopes are uh, for that for the production company as they relocate to Connecticut. Or not relocate, but open up this uh, this production studio. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, I try uh, to be in contact as much as possible um, with the ver- various uh, companies within the industry. Uh, try to travel around, try to to do um, uh, go to go to uh, symposiums and things of that nature, and just stay involved in the industry um, and be available to discuss how a company might establish themselves here, be it a relocation or be it uh, the, uh, just, a, a you know, an, another um, a studio or whatever that uh, particular um, um, initiative might be and work with them hand in hand to make them aware of, you know, what resources are available from the state and not just, you know, from a tax incentive standpoint, but also, you know, in terms of engaging with the municipality that they want to move into uh, and making introductions to other companies that might be suppliers for them or other companies that are in the industry. Um, as I said before, we really have a critical mass of film, television and digital media companies here in the state, uh, in Sconce primarily down in Stanford due to, as we were saying, its proximity to New York City. And I mean, we're actually at the point now with these companies that we're seeing people being able to uh, the maturation, you know, we're seeing the, the the industry sort of mature in terms of people are actually being able to do what Danielle talked about doing. I'm not saying that that's exactly what Danielle did, but you can move from one 
um, company to the next. And that's how you move ahead. And uh, that's how you build your your book, your, that's how you build your skill set by moving from company to company and, and sort of changing up what you're exposed to. So we have that activity going on. Uh, and, and that's what, you know, sort of proves the concept to a certain extent. But to get back to your original question, you know, just trying to be available and part of the conversation and, um, you know, make, make, make aware of the resources that are available uh, uh, to companies that desire to move here. And so, Danielle, when ITV said, okay, Connecticut, um, and, and, I, and I think, if I recall correctly, you said that that was sort of your uh, pitch to the company, right? Is that correct? Yes. So so tell me about the the things that had to uh, be put into motion for that to happen, and what was your role in that process? Like, what was sort of the – give me a little bit of the nitty-gritty details about how you uh, took advantage of the tax incentive program to get here. Not too much, but just enough to give people a sense of what it, what it takes. Sure. So – as I said, I think when I when I pitched looking at Connecticut and considering Connecticut, um, people were very um, suspicious. The, the the program I presented actually everybody felt it was too good to be true. They couldn't believe that you know fifty. You're welcome, George. Thirty miles outside of New York, we could be taking advantage of the tax credits. And so um, what I did was I basically put together uh, a business case on it. I looked at a, a production that we do, a long-running production, and I did an analysis of what it looked like if we produced this show in New York versus what it looked like if we produced this show in Connecticut. And when people saw the the numbers, they were, you know, blown away, to be honest. They 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 said, okay, let's let's really dig in and investigate this more and see if it's real and see if we it's something we could consider. Um, and so I reached out to George's office and I still remember kind of the first phone call and I asked him a bunch of questions. Um, and I, I went back to the group and I put together, you know, a, a risks and opportunities presentation. And I said, you know, here, here's how we could do it. Here's what we could do. And at the time, um, you know, we were, start thinking about starting small with a project or two and then growing it over time. Uh, at the same time, our CEO ended up um, buying a building in Connecticut. And so um, he he was kind of venturing off to do his own thing separately. And so the stars really aligned that it became even bigger than I had imagined, which is, you know, building out a, an entire um building kind of focused on creatives and getting creatives to the state that we alongside of uh, wheelhouse who who owns the building uh, really you know we we worked together and collaborated on it to make it perfect for ITV and we're going to be the anchor tenant there and we're extremely excited I was just there for a walk through uh, last week of the building and it's just it's amazing it's amazing and I'm I'm, I'm really excited about it. So, so that was all happening in the background. Um, and George and I were, were meeting. We, we met with the DECD a number of times. We met with the mayor. We met with the then governor to uh, talk about, you know, not just what Connecticut could do for, for us, but what we could do for Connecticut, uh, what we could bring to the state. Uh, because it's a two-way street, right? You know, a, a company of our size, we have a responsibility 
to give back as well. And so we went through a number of meetings. And of course, you know, we're a we're a British-owned company, so there were a lot of board meetings on our side to explain to the Brits, you know, how this worked and and how it would benefit us. And eventually, we got there. It took, I think, about a year from our George and and my first conversation to actually getting into the state. Um, we we set up shop at uh, eight fifty Can- uh, Canal Street in Stamford. Uh, a big important thing for us was to be walking distance to the Metro North Station. We felt that if people were willing to get on a train to get up to Connecticut, uh, it was important that they didn't have to take another mode of transportation to actually get to the office. So we're about a 10-minute walk from the train station, and uh, we're in a temporary space across the street from where our future home will be, so we can look out the window and see it progressing. Um, and, And we started with, I think it was, you know, three or four shows up there. And I think last year we had about 20 different productions, 20 series running out of the Connecticut office. So uh, we're growing up there. We're, we're put, pushing as many people as we can uh, and as many productions as we can to Connecticut. And, you know, obviously we've hit a bump in the road with, with COVID, but we hope to be back on track, you know, as soon as we can back in the office and 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 working out of out of our new home in in the fall. So let's talk about some of the people who you who will be working there. So um, um, my understanding or just uh, tell me how many jobs do you hope to create or add to the Stanford location and uh, what kind of people are you looking to hire? Yeah. So um, we're hoping to get at least 300 jobs there over um, the first five years. And we, we really hire a range of people, but it's, it's mostly creatives. So it's producers, associate producers, editors, a lot of technology people, um, post-supervisors, a lot of um, more logistics operations people like line producers, executive in charge. We have a few of our um, executive level people um, that work part-time in the Connecticut office and then part-time in the New York office, um, including myself. And, um, and then when our, when our uh, full-time home opens across the street at 860 Canal at the Village, we're hoping to get um, a, a bit more of our corporate staff up there. So some HR, some finance, um, some payroll. So I think, you know, it's, it's evolving. Um, but, you know, when, b- before the global pandemic hit, we were busting at the seams in our in our temp space. Um, we couldn't fit any more people in there, so um, that's great. Additionally, offsite we have a studio where we shoot um, a big History Channel show called Forged in Fire, and so there's another uh, whole group of more uh, field based people, studio based people like cameramen and um, you know uh, production assistants and talent and. Um, you know, people that would typically fill up a studio in that space as well. And that's over in North Stanford. So we're just about out of time, but George, I want to give you a chance to to weigh in here. Tell us about some of the requirements uh, for receiving this loan. What, what sort of things uh, does ITV have to do to be in compliance with receiving this money from the state? Well, the incentive is based on, again, a, a company's qualified uh, Connecticut spend. So um, it's a tiered program. 
um, if you, you the minimum spend to earn a tax credit is one hundred thousand dollars. If you spend between one hundred thousand and five hundred thousand dollars, you could earn a ten percent tax credit. Um, if you spend between five hundred thousand and a million, you you could potentially earn a fifteen percent tax credit. And then if you spend over a million dollars, then you would earn the top level of the tax incentive, which is a thirty percent uh, tax credit on 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 that spend. So. Um, once you, the, it's a, you know, there's a process of applying where you ask for eligibility, tell us what your project is, what you anticipate your spend is going to be, then we will get back to you and, and with a letter uh, announcing that you're eligible to participate in the program and we understand what it is you're going to do. Then you go out and you um, produce whatever the content is that you're going to do, or in the case of uh, uh, an infrastructure tax credit, you would build the building or the studio um, and purchase the equipment that you would use. Then you, you know, the the last step is to uh, to make a final application, which would include an audit, which would confirm your Connecticut spend, and we would review all of that and uh, and process your tax credit at thirty percent of that spend. Awesome. So listeners out there, if you're considering opening a shop in Connecticut, check out the Connecticut Office of Film, Television and Digital Media, uh, where you can learn more about the incentive programs. I want to thank I want to thank Danielle Bibbo and George Norfleet for joining us on Select CT to talk about the tax incentive programs in Connecticut. Thank you, Danielle and George. Thank you. Thank you, Dave. On the next episode of Select CT, we're going to be talking with Colleen Sherry from Henkel about content marketing. Please join us. Select CT is a podcast production of Digital Media CT in partnership with Quinnipiac University, the University of Connecticut, and the Connecticut Office of Film, Television, and Digital Media. Our producer is Justin Matley. Matt Werwood is our executive producer. Our marketing coordinator is Marvin Lewis. I'm David Roche. Thanks for listening.